Welcome back. We are here for episode two of the Killer Frames podcast, where we talk about gear, events, anything happening in the creative world. We share some of our work with you guys. Um, and just we want to hear back from y'all. We want to hear information on like what you want to see on the podcast. I think at the end of today's episode, we'll probably go live and try to engage a little more with the community. But we're going to hop right into it. I think Jonathan has something for us to talk about. Uh, Jonathan, you mentioned to me earlier there's a new Crane gimbal out. It's the Zion Crane 3S. 3S Pro. But I'm more interested on the Pro Kid. Dude, this thing is a game changer. I mean, you're talking about they're they they are just advertising it with the red camera on it. So can you imagine the payload that this thing is holding with an extended lens? What's the uh, what's the difference like Pro Kid and so <clears throat> shows that the Pro Kid can it has like an extended base that that allows like a bigger camera or mm-hmm. a bigger setup to sit on. Uh, obviously, if you don't have that big of a setup you can just get the regular kit and it'll work just as fine but it appears that the motors are like super strong and it can hold uh, the payload for like uh, 12 hours um it just takes four hours to charge so i don't know man 12 hours on one charge yeah that's pretty pretty crazy yeah pretty (laughs) impressive all right so i actually own the crane 2 you own which zion the weevil s okay and i've used the crane three but it was by their their sister company i can't i can't remember their name but they're the americanized version of this uh zion crane because they're like the china branch i've never seen them try to like compete with the big gimbal brands before so it'll be really interesting how much do you think this thing can actually hold a lot because um from the advertisement they're using uh 70 70 to 200 heavy lenses cinema lenses you know Mm -hmm. and a full-blown red uh it has to do with the way it balanced with the plate and the way the 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 angle uh on all the motors are and stuff but uh yeah man i even seen they have the pro kit has a, a controller just like to pull focus and stuff so it comes with the motors to um to move the zoom and the and the focal and everything's controlled uh with the with the screen and a and a control separately. Okay, so it's not like an app, like it's not on your phone. It's actually a separate unit. So it's like a right. You deck. can you can do it both. You can do the app or you can do the teradek. Okay, know? okay, and that's the pro kit. Yeah. All right. So Movi um has also made massive gimbals mm-hmm. before, yeah. and they're made for cinema bodies. And then of course you always have like the steady cams and and steady rigs and other things like that i mean you're looking at like three to four thousand dollars to get one of these that will support a red which i mean the payload you're looking at what like 10 10 15 pounds around there yep what are the price points of the zion so the starting kit shows to be i have an info here uh 743 dollars and the pro kit goes for um Eleven hundred or eleven hundred forty-three dollars. Okay, I mean, yeah. Do you think like what this is it? Like this is the best gimbal? I mean, it's to me, it's the first time they've done something that big. So I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's gonna be perfect. I, I mean, there's always like the first product, like test run, the the yeah. proto the <laughs> yeah. prototype, yeah, the cyber truck. <laughs> <laughs> they've been doing pretty good lately, though. I mean, their quality of gimbal. It's pretty good for the price. Yeah, they drop, dude. They just drop them so fast. Like I can't, I can't ever keep up with them. 
Um, I'm I'm interested, but I mean, let me ask you a question. Okay, are you upgrading from your Weevil and getting this thing? Do you have a reason to? Um, I do want to upgrade, but not necessarily to something as big. I don't think I need it. Uh, maybe see, I have the Weevil. And then there is the Weevil S. I think the Weevil S came with stronger motors, and that's probably as heavy as heavy duty as I needed. Who do you think this uh, gimbal's like being pushed out to? Um, anybody running a a Black Magic? Anybody running cinema lenses uh, with big cinema cameras? You know, I mean, I think it's changing to how affordable things are mm-hmm. now. So it's more of a cinema gear affordable to the middle-class consumer i guess okay you know? yeah i could see that yeah i mean as as great as it is i have one that's probably like four three or four generations back and i maybe paid 300 bucks when i got this thing i'm not sure i'm paying a grand for a gimbal that's like the first run i don't see anything like super wrong with them like making and branching out into this because it's it's really interesting and it you know, it kind of shows where they're going. Um, Would you say you're kind of like holding out on for Ronin to come out with something against it? Or, oh, like the DJI? Yeah. Uh, dude, the DJI, I've already seen Brent mount his C300 on a DJI. And there were some limitations for sure. But I knew it was it's possible. Uh, no, honestly, I mean, a gimbal is just a gimbal. And mine works fine. It does exactly what I need it to. I've, I've tweaked it. I've spent hours programming like the actual like how fast does it pan and tilt but it i it literally sits in a case i mean you can ask jonathan i <laughs> i rarely pull it out yeah it's a gimbal is good for a couple of things and i think like every filmmaker when we i mean we kind of discussed this when you first get something you think it's like dude i gotta do slow-mo all the time i i gotta do gimbal movements like i yeah. i you know what i mean it's like yo there's a specific use case if yeah. you're moving if you're traveling if you you know, if you need to like track a shot for a half a mile for some terrible reason, mm-hmm. um, or if you're, fil- what was the movie the the night the eighteen seventeen uh, something the one shot the one shot movie? You yeah. know what I'm talking about? I have no. Oh idea. gosh, I'll have to look it up, dude. I'll I'll, I'll pull it up later. But we'll basically, lay it in here. <laughs> <laughs> we'll lay it in. Uh, this movie, they shot the entire thing like almost the whole movie is one take, but it's it's really about I'd say like twelve takes. But dude, it's it's ten minute scenes of the same like movement, and they're three sixteen around this guy. Like, dude, it's phenomenal. If you haven't seen the movie, uh, we'll, check it out. Yeah, we'll definitely attach it. But I, I think a gimbal is a tool, man, and I don't want to get away from that. I really think like tripods, monopods, steady cams, glide cams, like handheld. I mean, dude, I love handheld footage. Like, you went to the skate park with yeah. us and shot eighty five mil all handheld using a camera strap. Yep. Do you think uh, do you think drones fall into the same category as gimbals? Ooh, I mean they have gimbals, but uh, like f- as a one time or every so often you use a. I feel like they're an extension of you because they just go to places that we can't just. They're not just True. that accessible. Yeah, I mean, but to me, a drone does like two things: it it establishes location, and it gets it gets a different view that you can't like that. What is the coolest thing a drone can do? The top down or the pan or the rise away. But they're just not. You're not going to use a 24 mil. You're not going to walk a drone in dark light and try to capture something like they still have limitations. Unless you're Mm -hmm. flying again, you get into these like cinema products where it's like 
this is a forty thousand dollar drone, and you yeah. can attach your forty thousand dollar red or your yeah. <laughs> to it. Like it's not gonna do, and you're not gonna fly that thing daily. It's not gonna do everything. Period. There's no tool out there that you just buy it and it's like, yo, this is the best tool. Right. Everything has is it's time to be used and whatnot. I feel like this is more for like the the indie filmmaker, the prosumer. Know? Indie film. I agree. Yeah, the you know, prosumer, dude. Because I did see a couple of, um, I don't know if they were like advertisement shots, but they had it jigged into different things and with the, um, I think, what's the controller called? It's called the uh, Zing Motion Visual, uh, Visualized Control. Okay. So basically just like the Teradic, like you were talking, but, you know, them being able to control the controller with just motion nice. to tilt the camera. Mm-hmm. And and just see what the actual director is seeing and stuff. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean that's it's super sick. I think the possibilities of this thing working are great. Especially if it's separate. I've never really been a big fan of the phone apps. There's always yeah. like a delay. It's like a glitch or something. Yeah, something yeah. happens, you lose control. But it they are helpful. I've totally used them. Um I think it's a really cool product. I'm excited to see them keep pushing and they don't seem to be slowing down. Like Zion is constantly dropping new products. So yeah, um, tell me about it. I bought that gimbal, and then like three weeks later, <laughs> the new one came out. I was like, what? Dude, it's like, what do we do, right? Like, you can't keep up with all the gear, but is this something I think everyone should be interested in? Yes, I, I really think so. And the price point's not not terrible. Yeah. Carlos, you buying one? Um, For me, no. I don't I don't think I really need one. Yeah. You, you do a little more design work than yeah. most of us. Tight. Are you going to upgrade? No, no, you could no. I'm good. <laughs> You're not gonna I drop the a thousand bucks. No, I mean, I guess if that next <laughs> stimulus check comes through, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? I nice. I didn't pay rent, but no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Well, cool, man. I think that covers it for the Zion. Um, we're excited to see what you guys keep doing, and uh, yeah, keep pushing out new content. I I eventually want to mount my car to a gimbal, so get on yes. it. Yes. That's Do you want to mount your car? Yeah, I want to a gimbal. Well, imagine, bro. Like, imagine <laughs> you driving, right? And you're doing all this off roading, but my car is mounted onto your car and stabilized, and we're filming <laughs> out of your car. It's the future, bro. Jonathan, yeah. I heard you could build stuff. Man, look, get on it, make it happen. <laughs> we're gonna have to upgrade our weeks. insurance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, so we can move forward. Let's, uh, Carlos, you talked about something earlier. I've, I've been bugging you to, you know, buy your next camera. And you mentioned price point cameras to me. So I'm guessing you're going to point out some of these cameras that you think like. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Still, I'm still shopping around. Uh, again, it sucks because this whole pandemic thing. So I can't really jump on a new camera. Can't get that Canon <laughs> R5. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but I have been looking at like price point cameras that are under fifteen hundred bucks. Okay, and uh, I saw recently. I mean, of course, my camera. It's it's a beginner camera. It's pretty terrible <laughs> at video and other. I think it has done. Yeah, it gets it. It gets the Instagram shots out. But uh, you can get my camera for four hundred bucks right now. It's the Sony A six thousand. It's not bad. Wait, are you, are you selling it here? Are we gonna have a link or something? <laughs> Is there a yeah, link? hell yeah! I'll Amazon link. link. <laughs> we'll drop that Amazon link. There you go. Uh, but yeah, other ones that I've been looking at the Fuji Films. They just released uh, X100F. 
Um, it's, are, are they like DSLRs? Like they can use single lens or what? Uh, I think it's an interchangeable lens. I didn't. Okay. I didn't really look into that one. Uh, I was just kind of looking at price points. Okay. Uh, but it's ten ninety three on Best Buy right now, and it just came out. I think it's, this month. It, it's got to be at least a, a DSLR. Like you can actually change the lens. I know it's mirrorless, but yeah. Um, another one, still kind of old, but I think it gets the job done. Zerb uses it. Uh, Sony A seven R two. Oh yeah, that's still a great camera. I, I feel like it's still mm-hmm. a pretty badass camera. I mean, just uh, the battery, life. just the battery, just the <laughs> just, battery. Just the battery only negative. As a matter of fact, I think it does better than uh, than low light than not better than the A seven three, but better than the A sixty four and the A uh, the crop. Yeah, hmm. yeah, yeah. I've never played with that one, so I don't. Yeah, I know it's got I, lots of megapixels. I think I need to get it from fucking Zerb so I could play around with it. But it's thirteen ninety eight right now, Best Buy price. That's pretty good, and it's, it's pretty like. Good. Is it 40? I think it's like 40, right? Like 30 uh, megapixels? 40, 42 megapixels. 42. 42. Yeah. That's what I thought. It did take a while when we went on Big the files. <laughs> oh, my god! <laughs> and his old computer. Was he using yours? Yes. He, oh, yeah. Well, you've only got like four gigs of RAM, so it's crunching that thing <laughs> up. <laughs> you got to get a better computer, man. We, I think I think that'll be a next segment. Oh, dude. How do we how do we update Jonathan's computer? That's the number one thing. Gotta get more, we got to get more jobs. We got to get more get, Trump money. There we go. Stim- <laughs> stimulus check is coming through hot. Yeah. And like the last camera that I was looking at was the Nikon D750. But it's, I don't know. For me, it's too bulky and it's still pretty expensive. It's an old camera, isn't it? It's it still is. at 1500 That's it like the max. But you know they also released the new uh, C series, yeah, like the Z series. So, but they have a crop sensor now. Things like the C fifty fifty or something like that. It's supposed mm-hmm. to be a great camera because I think it's sharing the same sensor as the C six and mm-hmm. it has some of the you know new color science, out of focus technology. Yeah, and all that stuff. Uh, I think RB has one, and uh, James, another guy that we shoot with, has it. But he what, said the Z sixes. Yeah, the Z six. I think it's a Z seven too, but. He said that it's just, I don't know. I, I mean, we'd have to get his take on it, but he said that uh, the Sonys are still a little bit better than it. All right, all right. We've talked a lot about these cameras. I, I got to ask, though, if you were presented the opportunity, like for like a 1DX Mark III, would you go back to a DSLR from mirrorless? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big camera. It is, but... It's good specs. I don't think I could. No? I, Why? Why does the mirror play such a big deal to you? I think, I, I just think they do better as far as like low light capabilities, just because of where the lens is situated next to the sensor. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's, this is why the, the the newer lenses are doing a lot better. It's because where the sensor's at now versus going through the mirror and being away from it, you know, they can't push those focal lengths like, like gotcha. they're doing now. Hmm. What about you? Would you ever go back? Would I go back? No. I mean, I'm, I'm like that travel photographer where I just want to bring the smallest camera with me. It's yeah. Minimal gear. You saw my bag. No, I have, it's great. I have, a, I have a messenger bag that yep. I carry around. The Timba 15. Yeah. Just fits two lenses in my camera and I'm good to go. Now, keep in mind that 1DX Mark III, if you put it on live mode, I mean, it's practically a mirrorless camera, you know? Yeah. But I think that was like their test run to see how everything was going to work out before they switch completely like hmm. Hmm. I, don't, I don't know canon is known to do some crazy things um 
I just wouldn't put it past them, especially with like the news of this R5. I don't have the specs in front of me, but it's. I think you mentioned like 6K, 8K. On the R5? Yeah. I think they said it was 8K. That's, I mean, uh, what? What are you going to do with that resolution? Well, that's exactly what I was thinking uh, the other day. It's like, we're they're focusing too much on the specs. Yeah, I'm still happy shooting 4K. Yeah, give me 4K 60, and I'm good. Just because nobody's gonna be able to see anything higher than that on their TVs right now. Sure, sure. Yeah. You know? And I mean, unless you're like future proofing yourself, um, guys, just remember like cameras are tools. Like your cell phone is a great camera. If you have an iPhone, you can already film 4K 60. Uh, sure, the sensor's small, but I mean, what's important is that you just get out there and shoot. I think like. Yeah, I mean, just get out there and create things. Yeah, you're out there with a crop sensor Sony that's like four years old. Yeah. No issues. <laughs> like, sure, you would want a little more performance. But again, if this is what you have available, get out there and use it. I have plenty of friends like, this is Kitty. Like, Kitty, yeah, she shoots She shoots iPhone. all iPhone. That's it. You didn't buy the camera. She's and just... she doesn't even have like the newest iPhones. No. <laughs> she's no. still rocking the 7 or something. Yeah, dude. And, and she's she getting the job done. really good photos. So, well, let's not forget Zerb, you know, again. Zerb's on film. Zerb, on Zerb's film. on film, dude. I mean, that's what it is, guys. Well, I mean, let's, it's, it's film is great, tool. though. <laughs> yeah. Film is great. Yeah, it is. But it's a tool. You're capturing light onto a sensor, and your phone will do it. Your camera will do it. I mean, you can use these old film cameras like Zerb. <laughs> <laughs> now that we're talking about uh, phones and whatnot, I, I think I just saw a review of a new phone that's supposed to come out i don't know if it was google or samsung but um it it can look through infrared so some of the materials like some uh dark blacks that are thin it can see through so it shows like the motherboards of things yeah it's uh, just creepy that's creepy it is it what is about my black shirt dude exactly it does it does see through your black shirt oh we're getting weird <laughs> that was the whole point of that review okay well then what about the new iphone the uh 12 or 13 whatever the heck's out now or no, about no. to come out wasn't it supposed to be like 8k video they have another one yeah they have another one dude i just bought this one it's 8k video and it's supposed to have like 32 megapixel camera okay yeah, I I heard a little bit about this, um, but again, it's back to what you said. It's a sensor, but yeah. I mean, it's a tool. If you if that's all that you have, then sure. I mean, use it up. iPhones are crazy because they have a lot of AI built into them. There's a lot of like opportunity for them to fix things before you ever get your hands on it. Sharpening, depth of field, HDR, stacking multiple dynamic ranges on each other. Like, dude, iPhones are like a cheat sheet. Uh, I know Maddie did a video about going to like Iceland. With mm. just filming on his iPhone. And it looked yeah. fine. It looked real. I mean, there were some shots that I was like, yo, what it set took me 20 minutes to be set up on the gimbal to get that movement in that shot. And he just whips his phone out and just like, and only use the, the native app. So again, like creative process, you know, just focus on what you're trying to get your point across. Like what information you're trying to show the viewer, focus on the story and use whatever tools in front of you. Yeah, I agree. All right, Jonathan. You've talked to me a lot about this. The Sony A7S 4 And raw capabilities. I Just fill me in, dude. What, what do you got on this? A7S 3. Three, oh. it's, hey, it's a mouthful. <laughs> Are they going to call it the 3 or the 4? Well, that's a good question. Bigger, better question. Is it ever going to come out? 
<laughs> that's that's yeah, that's my concern. Is it ever going to come out? Um, I mean, what do you need? We both shoot the A7 III, right? No R, no S. There is no S. What what do you need from it? Oh man, I'll be just happy if they added a little bit more bit depth on the color signs and maybe maybe some ProRes internally. I mean, but it's like I was telling you the other day, I find it hard that they're going to do anything like that because even their FX series don't even doesn't even shoot raw. Um doesn't even shoot 6K. They're they're still sampling from a 6K sensor down to a 4K, and uh, they're they are not shooting raw straight out of camera. I think you can buy an adapter that changes it to to some raw format, but it's a whole extra. Okay, okay, much. but who who shoots raw? Okay, I know people who have Black Magic, and they shoot what ProRes, right? Okay, it's 10 bit. Yeah, I believe so. Okay, so who needs this? I mean, Carlos, does it even? You're, you're just like I don't even care. Like who? Yeah, uh, you guys are just I don't care. Yeah. Okay. I so, don't need. I don't need it. Yeah. Well, just to clarify, so the benefits of 4K, the benefits of like 10 bit is you get. I mean, just think of it as like a JPEG and a raw photo, mm-hmm. right? Like you have so much range to push the colors yeah. before they start yeah. breaking. Okay. I. You can get so much right in camera that I don't think, like you gotta really, really, I the only you gotta really need it. And the people who need it are shooting cinema bodies. And yes, the FX nine is a cinema body per se, but it's it reminds me of like Canon's cinema body. So the Canon has like C three hundred, the new C five hundred, and they're like document documentary style bodies right like running gun some autofocus options I, they're great cameras they a lot of them shoot 4k 6k um i don't think that that's like uh you know the the alexa mini i don't think it's like anything from they're not trying to compete man i don't i don't think i personally even if i was given the option don't think i would ever use raw just the file size and the computing power and i have a pretty up their computer i'd say it's like in the top 80 percent of what most prosumers have i don't think i would ever touch i mean especially while using premiere i would never (laughs) never touch raw footage right i i think if sony could drop me a camera all i need you to do is compete with a dh5 give me 4k 60 and give me 10 bit and down sample my 4k 60 from 6k let me get that extra sharpness so you want the FX9 because that's exactly what it does. I, I mean, do I want <laughs> but he a body? doesn't want to fuck with that. And <laughs> well, here, here's, a, that big. here's the crazy thing about that FX9 that I like the most, besides all the color options and and whatnot, is that um, the out of focus is better than the A7 III. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's pretty crazy. Does it have eye for focus? A cinem- yeah. Okay. It, it has like it, it works. I've seen it. I've seen a, a few reviews and and just looking at it, it's like, oh wow, it's like the A7 III on like steroids. It's pretty crazy. We have a, I'm, I'm gonna pull up a price point on this FX9. Um, I still I don't know who that body's for. I I personally am not. I mean, I'm not trying to buy cinema glass. If anything, I'm gonna rent stuff like that. It right? works with the the E mount. Okay. Yeah. 
But still, you're not going to get that exact look, right? All right, body alone, 11K FX9. Yeah. And it has four XLR connections. Um, it has the in-body ND Who filters. Who is that camera for? Uh, it's for your documentary uh, yeah. shooters, dude. Yeah. It's it's for, you know... Commercial. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's a good commercial camera where you're not like... Maybe some Netflix. Yeah. Yeah, some documentary for sure. Um, I, 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 it's not for me. I know that. I know that much. Um, the C five hundred, it's sixteen thousand. So it, it, there's a good five thousand dollar difference between the two bodies. But I just, I personally don't think like there's a lot of capability in these cameras. A lot in the, and I'm I'm pointing at the A seven S three. Uh, sure, it's lacking. A73. A73. Oh, wow. Man, you got me all messed up. I'm saving you from getting roasted. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> hey. Uh, I appreciate it. <laughs> but no, the A7 III is a great body. It does... It's very capable. And just if I want to be creative in video, I have to do it on-site production. Like, I have to get it right in camera. And I've got the Atomos, uh, what, the Ninja 5. Which is really not any step farther than what we would do if we had the other bodies as well. I mean, we always yeah. try to make it look as best possible on set, you know. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty happy, and I feel like the camera is pretty capable as is. I I just want that extra little boost. Give me, I know it's possible. Give me the 4K 60. Give me the 10 bit, and just make the handle like the grip a little <laughs> bit deeper, so that my I've got normal, pinky, dude. normal <laughs> size pinky. hands, dude, and just this pinky, yeah, it just doesn't touch. I don't yeah. want to know what it's like on yours. Oh uh, yeah, it's you bad. got like two fingers on it. I'm shooting like this. That's and a, and a better, and a better T-Rex fingers. Yeah, the A6000. <laughs> I I understand the craze, the idea that like, hey guys, we gotta have this like tiny camera body. Like that was a cool craze. Can we get back to normal? I don't want a DSLR. But I, I mean, somewhere in between give me, the two. Give me a screen that I can see on a sunny day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. please. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so going back to it, man, I, I honestly, Sony just needs to, to catch up, man. You've got Canon dropping heat. You've got Nikon dropping heat. Sony, please give us the 7S, 3, 4, whatever you want to call it. Give it to us. Just give it to us. Just give it to us. That's all we're asking. Do you need it, though? I need it. As of right now. Do you right, need it or this, do you want it? No, this moment I need it. <laughs> I need I need to always be able to shoot 4K and downsample it and get the I need that in my life. I like my sharpness. But I'm the only one who yeah, notices. Yeah, you're obsessed with sharpness. I'm the only one who notices. So <laughs> Cool, we can cut right here. Alright. Uh, who's got specs on the Mavic Air? Nope. Nobody did. No? Do you want to hit it or no? You wanna skip it? I mean, we, we we can like say it and then add it into where we talked about drones. If there's any space there, when I think we, we just about skip it. it. I okay. think we just skip that. Let's yeah. move into design. Uh, we'll start with COVID working from home without using the word pandemic. We'll use the word pandemic. There we go. All right, uh, Carlos, uh, let me know when you're ready. No, I'll Marcus. I don't know how to talk about it. I feel like there needs a like a segue into it. A seg- well, what are you gonna? So, you're talking about like, I I got it. I can basically say like, you know, uh, 
How's it been for everyone now that, you know, we live in Texas, yeah. we're getting back to normal. You want me to do that? Yeah. Okay. That's cool. All right, here we go. All right, so I got to know. Texas has pretty much released us back to work, except if you're a tattoo artist. <laughs> Apparently, you cannot work. But everything's starting to get back to normal. I, I go to, I'll like go to film something and people are out and about. People aren't wearing masks. Like, I think we're like the only state that's. You think we're open now? I would say we're pretty much open. Like oh. 80%. I feel like there's still like a lot of companies out there that aren't going to open. Okay. Wait, because they're closing or they're just like not opening, like I, having people back at work? Yeah, I don't think they're back at work. I think okay. they're still very much. Uh, probably afraid of the whole situation and they want to keep people still working from home. And I also feel like some companies never really closed. Like, sure. I mean, I feel like the whole state shut down maybe at a 60%. Yeah. But there was still a lot of uh, traffic and, and people working, you know? Yeah. I mean, well, that's, that's what I'm getting at is that it, it feels like, Maybe the jobs and the career paths have like taken a step away and like, hey, let's let's work from home. Let's do all these things that, you know, we're going to be precautious. And then you have the citizens and the citizens are like, nah, like we're going to work. We're going to go to the park. We're going to do, you know, it has changed. I feel like a lot more people are working at home, um, especially people like you, like designers, like you have the ability to. Why yeah. go in? Why pay that rent? Why go into an office? <laughs> Get a smaller building, save the money, but... Work just, in your bedroom. There you go. Yeah. Or build an office. Or build a small office. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I feel like for designers, I guess we have always been able to work from home, uh, even as creatives, uh, you guys, photographers, videographers, you guys could just work from home. But I feel like uh, like bigger companies kind of have like a stigma about people working from home. Like, are you actually working? And yeah, why is that? I don't know. I've always wondered that myself. But I think now, now that they're getting hit from the pandemic and all the things, they have to kind of do you get think, into it. Do you think working at a at a building where everybody comes is just kind of like old mentality now? I think so because now we have all the tools available anywhere yeah. we go. I mean, you, I got, think, you can I think hit that's what anybody. It is. So you think this is going to maybe steer that in a new direction yeah, for companies? From for sure. Point on? I think they're going to have to adapt to that new lifestyle. The new working lifestyle is people working from home and submitting and work like that. Do you think? Do I think you they think, just got to get over that thing that the, we're not working from home. I mean, like you said before, there's I, work coming in. I have in. a lot of questions you're getting about the work. That. If yeah. you're not getting the work, then the work's not being it's done. It's obvious. It's a different conversation. All right. Well... Real quick, does working from home, I mean, you've worked in offices, you've worked from home, does it affect your productivity? No. I mean... Not um, at all? No. Okay. Um, no Call of Duty breaks in there? No Call of Duty? Nah, dude. When it's like work, I'm like zoned in, I'm working. Sometimes I'll even shower in the morning just to get dressed up and do the whole thing just so it's the That's same cute. routine no <laughs> pants <laughs> he's just dressed top <laughs> dude i did an interview the other day just button up combed hair and then fucking underwear on the bottom he's like why don't you show me some of your portfolio and you stand up and you're, you're like, like shit <laughs> one second <laughs> <laughs> you pause the camera no but yeah with all the tools we have available with zoom meetings all of that like do, do you guys think that by doing so like let's say companies do switch for or 
they give you the opportunity to work from home, do you think they should, let's say they don't have a central anymore, right? Mm -hmm. Like everything is just everywhere. Yeah. Do you think they should be able to pay a little bit more now that they don't have to worry about paying like... Like AC and right, electricity. Utilities yeah. and all that stuff. And you're going to be the one in I charge feel, of... You well, know? all right. So at, I used to work at Raytheon, example, and uh, they used to pay a little bit extra because they know that you're going to be taking on extra electricity, extra internet. So they would give you that extra pay in your pay. But they would say it in the contract for what that extra pay was for. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, honestly, I think as long as there, there are ways to do these production charts, like there can be, it's so easy to manage from home. Like you could literally have someone set up day of like, hey, this is what you're going to do. And this is the manager's job, right? Like, yeah. hey. Here's your task for the day. It's a project manager's job. Yeah. Now, here, here's the thing. I have also had friends that are loving working from home. Mm -hmm. And I've had friends that are hate or, well, my wife. There you she's go. She's hating working from home. You know, she's Why? like. I feel there's just like that different person that like thrives in that environment yeah. of like All right, so people wait, around them and Where does that Lindsay job. work and what does she do? So she's a sales rep at Verizon. Okay. And, uh, but you know, obviously with this whole thing going on, uh, they have put people in different places in different positions and, uh, yeah. And I even have other friends that also work for Verizon and some of them are saying that they feel <laughs> depressed that they're not, you know, they're, they feel like when they got off of work and, and had to drive home was like that decompression moment. Yeah. And then now that they're working at home, there's like no decompression because it's same thing all day long whether they're working or they're off i think it's like i think it has, you have to do like as a remote designer in my past roles i think you have to define that for yourself and for the people that you I live about with to say that for sure you have to you got to know when it stops when work time stops and starts and when you have that time to yourself dude it could be a physical change like for me this office like when i'm sitting at the computer and i'm focused on editing and i'm doing this like Everything else is away, right? Like, yeah. I'm only focused on accomplishing this task. And then I step away, I take a breather, and I come back, and I put Call of Duty on. And I'm like, I'm no longer in work mode. Yeah. Now, shutting it off, I understand. But, like, my question is, is, is where is Lindsay working at in the house? Oh, she has, like, her office. She has an office. Yeah, there's, like, a little office in the okay. middle of the house. So, when she steps out of that office, she's got to shut off. Like, she's got to, like... Yeah, Leave I mean, some people. Some office. people are also like having a hard time not not only working and not leaving work or whatever, or mm -hmm. doing it in the same spot, but not being able to go out. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So well, that's I mean, like, now we're we're already trickling back out. The world yeah, is out yeah, there. Yeah, until recently. Yeah. yeah. Has that helped her at all? Um, she's still not going out. I <laughs> yeah. Mean, I mean, we. we I feel we, most people are really. We have out. an elderly person living with us too, so yeah. we're trying yeah, to. Yeah, that's yeah. True. yeah, that makes sense. Um. Dude, honestly, with the whole pandemic that's happened, I feel like Texas is the most lax. I feel like we understand what it takes. I just think we have this old mentality of like, we're Texas and we're going to do whatever we want, you know? Um, <laughs> and that's pretty much how it's been run. I think the best thing you can do as a creative is take steps to get your work done in your office and like show people that like, look, my work does not fluctuate, whether... I'm here or I'm yeah. there. 
It doesn't because I'm I'm much happier working from home, uh, and I've even had job opportunities where it's like, hey, you're gonna come into the office and work x amount of days a week, and it's like, you know what? Like I'll pass because I already am a full time creative. I have an LLC. I have my business. I'm just coming to help you fill some voids, and if I can't do it from a desktop here. Why does it matter if I'm here or there, whether the work is getting done? Um, I just, yeah. I don't ever see myself going into a workspace. Yeah, I think this, that's also part of an old stigma where like they couldn't control the amount of, uh, I guess, labor you put in. Mm-hmm. Sure, then pay me but, based off but, a project. But yeah. now now I think they, they're, they have ways to measure productivity and, you know. Dude, you could literally have a they, clocking yeah. app. You could clock in and it can track the movements during that time. Yep. Yeah. They have it's, yeah, they have a lot of like yeah into your time based on project. But yeah, again it goes by why not just charge me for the project? Yeah. Just give me a flat rate on the project. Done. Yeah. If I give it to you in a day or three days or a month. And I think those things are changing too, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think we're gonna see a lot more people working from home, a lot more people making these adjustments. You're not you're not gonna get me back like in an office space. I also think a lot of people are realizing that they can also be uh, business owners and start yeah. their own entrepreneurs. Yeah, because some people have hit hard where they had nothing else to do, and I see them come up with new businesses. Maybe not something huge, but you know, they're Just back on their business. feet. Yeah. yeah, dude. You know what? You know what I've learned during the pandemic. I really like being quarantined. Like I don't. I don't really care. Like. Don't get me wrong, like I want to be able to go out and go socialize and, and go work and do stuff like that. Like that's not what I'm talking about. I really like not people like not being close to me. Like not in, <laughs> I'm being serious. Hold on. I'm I'm out of here. No, you're good. You're good. You're you guys are allowed in my circle. But what I'm saying is like the general public. Like, if there was one thing that always bothered me, it's when I'm entering in my PIN number and someone's like basically touching my butt. I just, I, this is like my least, if it wasn't Carlos, it's like my least favorite thing in the world. Um, and I just feel like people are being a little more spacious, but like, I've still had people who don't understand personal space. Anyone else notice there's just like this connection between photography and design. Like you, you look at like, okay, like the motion graphics, right? Like you go, we, we have Envato, mm-hmm. we go to that website and like seven new things seven new templates have dropped but they're all super similar right i feel like they're like these arts these things just kind of all are linked together it's all like blended in together yeah i i mean like from cyberpunk like if you want to take cyberpunk uh there's all sorts of designs (laughs) that are neons and they got that blue and that pink and then like you relate it back to photography and it's there uh our friend brian full cyberpunk theme dude he, he really took it that way he, he really it. did he i think he like pushed a little bit further again back to design with uh topography oh yeah yeah he's putting in quotes in there and he's using letters to yeah like illuminate his neons and shit i think it's about us i'm starting to get like advertisements on facebook for uh, so i have a friend taylor cleveland who does all this like design and i mean he's really good at catting and stuff like that and he created like a, a custom pack, like all these animated emojis and cyberpunk motion graphics. So 
I like liked it and shared it because he's the <laughs> homie, awesome. right? Yeah, no, I'm like, dude, this is sick. Make your money. Now I'm getting all these ads, and it's like cyberpunk effects. Take your videos to the next level. Overlay like whatever <laughs> you know. Yeah. Type in a word, and it's gonna swipe across the screen. Yeah, I feel like the trends all match up, and I don't want to say I'm over it, but like I, I think that. It's kind of taking away the creativity because everyone's doing the same thing. That's always how it is when something's trending, though. <laughs> it's a trend, yeah. It's like the trend and, of and the And I think shoe. now it's all going to be like 90s things going to be trending 90s for a while. or next. 90s overalls. Like, like film. Yeah. Oh. Film oh, I, I glitches. Feel like was, uh, I feel like that was last year. Like glitches Instax. and, yeah, Instax and like the grainy film look to it. Yeah. We went oh. through the, the ultra retouched faces. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know what the future is because, again, like it went from depth. Like it was really big yep. maybe two years ago. Everyone was doing depth. Just get a 1-4, guys. That's all you need. <laughs> get a 1-4, you get all the depth. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it. I feel like you're, we're limited on creativity, right? Because we all, everyone kind of absorbs information from each other, right? And you see one thing and it looks cool and then... 30 to a thousand other people do the same exact thing. Um, and I dude, no hate on Jordy. Like I totally, I like, I get where he's coming from. And like, he does that ultra wide angle, super close, ultra shallow depth of field, little bit of a moody edit. Right. Yeah. It's been blown out of proportion. Yeah. I feel like now everyone's on that, especially like, look at how I got the shot. Like it's cool. I get it. But let's move the, away from it. Dude, the one the one you sent me on TikTok where it was like... And oh, dude, I, I love those. I left my engineering career. Or my, and it's just like blurry the, shots of oh, like a it's cat. it's so good. It's, it's so just good. the worst photos. <laughs> the dude's holding a fishbowl and it's just his hand in the yeah. fishbowl. Like, oh, man. Um, I think it's cool. Like, it was, it was cool for him. Yeah. He did it cool. And then now it's, again, it's all a copycat. Yeah, I mean, going back to Jordy, he shot with Will Smith. It's pretty impressive. That's pretty badass. I didn't really care for the photo. He's done much better work. But you shot with Will Smith. That's way more than I can say. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's just so trendy. I, I'm a little worried that people are more focused on copying than, like, doing something. Like, I really like watching these people who develop their own style like you talk about cyberpunk there's that dude josh tep i think oh, yeah josh tep. tep yeah yeah and that guy really like evolved like yeah. if you scroll yeah. down his feed you can see where he started evolving he went from i don't know he's he started doing like a lot of like visualizations and mm-hmm. then like a lot of photoshop work and i don't know his work just like really evolved and i mean he still is using you know like he'll rotoscope and have like prism effects and stuff but it's it's just not overdone it's, it's tastefully done it's tasteful yeah. and then you know like i have friends like uh emily teague she is an ambassador for ellen chrome and i've watched her style evolve from like oh i really like flash photography to like i'm gonna create fine art throughout my fa- flash yeah. photography and like even you know like recognize your skills and your weaknesses and say like hey i may not be the best retoucher but i have friends that can do this 10 times better. Um, I think it's cool to see people evolve. I think that trends need to be careful. I think the number one trend that needs to die is that one dude who just like walks up to random strangers 
and ask oh. him for their portraits <laughs> on TikTok. I, I thought you were gonna say uh, uh, like, stop uh, putting slow mo on everything. Uh, yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> stop filming skateboarding in all slow motion. <laughs> You, um, you just needed some uh, smoke bombs in that one. Yeah, that was it. They if you would have put it. smoke bombs in a Chipotle burrito <laughs> and then added David Dobrik, done. You would have been yeah. the same dude. I would have made you a TikTok. It would have been your first one. Um, but no, I, th- I think in general, everyone like should focus on their own style. Yeah. One thing that Carlos pointed out to me, and, and I'm sure it's because you and I work together so much, is that you would get a folder and be like, are these Jonathan's photos or, or Tim's photos? You know, I think what's important is that everyone develop their own style and like learn from each other and, and gather. I mean, dude, I had yeah, you show like, me. Take inspiration from each other, but yeah. don't copy it, I right. guess. Right. Yeah. yeah. Show me how to do I, After Effects and, and, so yeah. I can do my own. Yeah. You know, the, the, the funny thing is that half of the time... It's just like we agree on what we want to see, you know. <laughs> we yeah. kind of like the same yeah. moody stuff. Yeah. But there is there is times where we take different different views on how we want to take, like especially on video, just like the angles that we want to perceive or whatever. But I think uh, we work pretty good together. I mean, yeah. So far, like the video stuff that we've been putting out, I I'm very proud of it, you know. So. And I mean, it sells. I'm not proud of it. <laughs> You're never proud of anything. <laughs> Oh goodness, that's cute. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Let me throw the uh, Tim word. It's not tack sharp. It's not. Needs a little <laughs> it's bit never of gonna be tark sharp, you know. <laughs> tark. <laughs> Tart. Tart sharp. Whatever. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Killer Frames podcast. This is episode two. I'd like to conclude with a. Big thank you to JR's Media for picking up that lens. Carlos for being here two hours early. On time. Shade. Two hours on time. time. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and, uh, Jonathan, let them know what they need to do in the comments below. Like, subscribe, tell us what you didn't like. And If you didn't like Jonathan, you can let us know. Yeah, yeah let please us know. let please. me know. What and up, Dark Mobs? if you didn't like none of those two guys, too. Easy no, but uh, check us out on Instagram. Follow yeah. us at Exploring at TA Visuals and JR Smith. I, I, I was going to say, I don't remember his. I don't remember his either. <laughs> Definitely hit up Jonathan. We'll, we'll have that some, right here somewhere. You, you know. need some follower count. All right. <laughs>